0: Are you recording? Mm-hmm. You already started? Yeah. Well hello everyone.
1: Hey there. Uh
0: this I'm Jonathan.
1: And I'm Harper.
0: And this is Hawkeyes. You want a little clip that makes everybody laugh
1: and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead it's like, ooh. But I'm really not funny. No, no, and no. I no. don't have a podcast. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> introduction you did a great job did i really yeah it was just straight
0: today we're talking about a well let's first check in with each other
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah i love this how are you doing i'm doing all right my brain feels fried yeah same because uh we we have a kiddie pool now yes and we did go outside and use it and it wasn't too hot today actually it was weirdly yeah. like an okay day out yeah
0: we put in a lot of fucking effort <laughs> getting this kiddie pool inflated and then it wasn't hot enough outside yeah
1: i mean i didn't you know i didn't hate that it wasn't too hot you know it was nice
0: yeah but it's like if we're gonna use the kiddie pool i want it to be hot yeah, yeah. um yeah i
1: i enjoyed it it was nice but i nice, did feel uh, like i actually got a little bit of sun even though it was really overcast yeah like, that's I part of why I feel bit. fried. Like, I yeah, feel sunned. Yeah, I do feel a little cooked. Yeah. I was a also drinking s- wine little for, little like, smidge. four hours, so. Nice. Yeah, so I was, like, drinking wine while I was out there, although I didn't have that much while we were outside. Mm-hmm. And then I came in, and it was, like, kind of warm in here, and I was still drinking wine. And then we had pizza, and then mm-hmm. I was, like. Yeah. You know, just uh, warm on the inside and the outside. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. What?
0: I said, "Amen, dude."
1: Amen, dude is right. So yeah, we're we're coming at you with a with a short up this week. I think.
0: Yeah, because we've had a short movie to watch. We did, we
1: did. It was an uh, an animated short.
0: Yes. Called
1: Invasion.
0: Our first animated short, our first animated movie, I believe.
1: I think so, which is crazy because I feel yeah. like Ethan Hawk would be so good as like, you know, an animal cowboy or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Like
1: Rango. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. could have been Rango.
0: He's a little like, he's a little, what animal would he be? Something kind of scrawny. He's a little ferret with a cowboy mm-hmm. shirt, with a western yeah, shirt. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could have seen him as. I mean, I thought Jason Bateman was really good as Nick Wilde in Zootopia, mm-hmm. but the Fox character. Okay. Yeah. Just to clarify, I'm sorry. I'm like I really love Zootopia, so I do know all the characters names. But um, I think Ethan Hawke could have done that. Mm. Maybe. Or he could have been in Zootopia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like they got so many celebrities to be in Zootopia. Or he could have been in Sing. You know, Matthew McConaughey was like the main character in Sing, and that feels like yeah, yeah. you know, Ethan Hawke, Matthew McConaughey. I feel like there's kind of a connection buddy, there.
0: Buddy, buddy. A
1: Texas Linklater connection.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah. But were they in movie? Yeah, they were in the. They um, were
1: in the Newton Boys together. Boys, yeah. And uh, Matthew McConaughey was in Dazed and Confused, and Ethan Hawke was in every other Linklater movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I could definitely see Ethan Hawke doing some some good, uh, you know, animated VO work. Yes. I don't know why he hasn't, except for this. I mean, he did this.
0: Yes, which was interesting. It was a uh, it was our first animated movie. Yes. And our first VR movie.
1: Yes, it was a 360 was a VR,
0: VR experience. experience.
1: Yeah. So. It was a I
0: grand total of six minutes.
1: Was like, oh boy, how are we going to do this? Like, I don't want to pay $1,000 for your uh, VR machine just to watch this animated short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, you,
0: just, you could just get Elias's recommendations for VR machines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. seems to know a lot about them.
1: Yeah, friend of the pod, Elias, the pod, has it's... some strong opinions about VR devices. Yes. Uh, yeah, something about peripheral vision. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, whatever uh if you can't tell i'm not too enthused by vr
0: i didn't yeah i didn't quite follow where that conversation was but
1: well basically he was saying that um you know the vr what we ended up getting was like the google cardboard which is the cheapest possible vr option it was like 10 dollars or something and it's literally cardboard that yes. you just kind of fold around and there's velcro that connects that you could wear as a headset.
0: Yeah, and you put your phone in.
1: And you yeah, you shove your phone in there and that's how you watch it. Yes. Um but Elias was talking about how um, most VR doesn't have much peripheral because right. it's like blinders, which is right, definitely right. what ours was like. Yes. Because yeah, it's yeah. you only see what's in front of you. Right but the um the vr goggles glasses whatever device that he was saying was the best one looked like a kind of future tron thing that mm-hmm. was like a triangle mm-hmm. that yeah. pointed outwards um and like wrapped around your head so you had more of a fully surrounding experience I see. I see. and not just that blinder experience that we had mm-hmm. or that most vr devices provide Right. Yeah, I don't know that much about it and I've I've never done VR before. I feel like I had an opportunity to like we were at someone's house and they had like a whole VR room.
0: Yes. I did I, not get I was do there that. for that and I did do it. You there. did do it. Yeah. What did you
1: think of that time? It was pretty
0: cool. It, it was, was a it,
1: game, right? It was a video game.
0: Well, there were a couple things. There was one where it was like you're just uh you're like in an open space and you're just exploring. Mhm. And then there was one that was a game. But the one where it was a game, like, you were, like, you know, shooting at aliens or something. Mm-hmm. But the game ones don't feel as engaging because it's just, like, a video game that you see everywhere. Uh-huh. It doesn't really feel like you're in virtual reality. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't feel like you're – but with the the one that – it still that, feels like a game. It just feels – yeah, it just feels like a game, an arcade game, basically, that one. Though I'm sure there are other ones that are more immersive. But that particular one didn't feel very immersive. Mm -hmm. It just felt like a video game that was everywhere. Um, And then the one where you're exploring, that one was a little cooler. That one did feel a little more, like, immersive. You're just, like, on a mountain. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything. You're just looking around a mountain. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Nice. Yeah. I I feel like VR is too much work. Mm Mm-hmm. If I'm like watching a movie, I want to sit. <laughs> like this 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 one had us do a little work.
0: Yeah, I was standing up while I watched it.
1: I watched it twice. I watched it so it's only it's only 6 minutes long. So yeah. it's not too difficult to watch it more than once. Yes. I watched it once just like on my phone, not with the VR glasses right. because um, I was trying to figure out how it works and I was like oh okay it's playing now so I'm just gonna watch it and I watched yeah. it on my phone and so I did that sitting down but even even when you're not wearing the glasses it still does on YouTube it still does that 360 experience so you still kind of have to like rotate right right, right the same right. way you're just holding your phone yeah yeah um so i did that and but I was, it
0: doesn't do like the split screen it just does no. the video, video yeah
1: yeah so instead of the split screen which is what makes it vre yeah. um it's just like one 16 by 9 screen and you're holding it yeah um and yeah i don't know yeah i just don't want to like move around while i'm watching something it's mm-hmm. like disorienting to me I did think there was one um, where I was I was setting up the VR thing on my phone. And I thought YouTube told me I needed an additional app, which I did not need. It was called Google Cardboard. You know, it's an app that works along. Yeah, with. I
0: ended up downloading it just to like see it, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't use it.
1: Yeah, so I downloaded Google Cardboard, and I thought one thing that actually was really cool was in the setup of the google cardboard app it like runs you through some different vr right. things and um there were some birds that flew and i thought that was pretty fun to watch yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah yeah i thought that was kind of amazing it felt like um soaring over california mm, a california mm, adventure classic yeah um I mean,
0: you can smell the citrus trees in the air
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah and there was also like a big whale that flops over you yeah, like, in yeah, the yeah, google yeah, cardboard yeah.
0: Thing. yeah i did i did check that out
1: yeah so um, I did actually think those were pretty cool, and it's, like, I think it's smart of them to use those kind of impressive things, features.
0: Yeah, but they were designed to look animated. They weren't going yeah. for, like, a realistic Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going, they, they were, like, it was, like, because pe- people may, maybe haven't tried this out, but it, they look like little animated whales, mm-hmm. like, little kind of cartoony Not cartoony but, like intentionally designed to look animated
1: yeah but there's something about the movement that i thought was just pretty impressive Mm -hmm. more than in the in the short that we watched which was kind of a little like hoppy you know like like it felt like a cartoon Uh you know there was something a little bit more natural about the birds flying yeah yeah for sure you know i which i thought was kind of impressive
0: yeah no i thought that was cool
1: yeah anyway so yeah so we watched invasion um ethan hawk does not voice a character he is like the yeah, he narrator does, like, an intro and outro yeah and um for reference for visual reference i mean honestly just go on youtube and watch it it's six minutes long yeah i would recommend it it's cute um and it is interesting i mean if you have like an old phone it might not work but like if you have a phone that was made in the last three years it should mm-hmm. um you you get to do that three sixty VR experience even if you're just holding your phone it's still pretty cool mm-hmm. to try. Um, so yeah, so it's about an alien invasion. Yeah. On the Earth, and then a little bunny that the aliens run into. Yes. Yeah. So it starts off in space, and like it's a little hard to describe the VR experience, I guess, but like when when you open it up, you're looking at the Earth. Yeah And you can turn to the right And see the moon and the sun In the distance
0: And then there's the the invasion Like uh, Yeah Title card Like the
1: title You know
0: Yeah So this When I put it on And I was like facing toward the moon And Uh the invasion title card Was like to the left of me Yeah So I was immediately facing the wrong way Like (laughs) when I started So I was like sitting on the couch Like facing You know Just kind of like reclining on the couch Facing out Uh huh and then I had to like turn my head into the side of the couch to like watch the movie. And then at that point, I was like, I might as well get up. And I so I went to the bedroom where you were. Yeah. To watch it and like spin around and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: I have a lot of really fun pictures of Jonathan, uh, like just shirtless with VR goggles on.
0: Yeah, I thought it, I thought it, I thought you would think it was funny if I was like just spinning around like an idiot um so that's why i I did think it was funny because i could have just done it here it would have been the same to me Mm -hmm. but um i thought it'd be funny if i was entertaining you with my foolishness
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it was great so yeah so you see invasion and then the spaceship kind of zooms past on your left side Mm -hmm. uh and I thought it was kind of interesting because I tried to, the second time I watched it, like, turn around and just look from behind me so I could see the spaceship come in. And you can't totally see it. Mm-hmm. You can, like, it's just, it's pretty fast. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so the spaceship comes in on the left side uh, if you're facing the Earth.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's 360. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um yeah and so then it cuts to this uh like frozen lake yeah and from and then from behind you again you could hear a noise and so it's a little bunny it's a little bunny and then there's a, a hawk that swoops down um and the and the bunny hides away in a little cave um but then comes back out and is bouncing around and then these aliens come yeah and they're starting to do something devious. Don't they... Do they they uh, laser the hawk, maybe?
0: they tr- Yeah, I think they maybe laser the hawk, and then they try to laser yeah. the bunny.
1: Yeah, they try to laser the bunny, but the bunny's too fast and hops around in a circle around them and yeah, tricks so they, them. Yeah,
0: they so dis- they get off the ship. Yes. And then they're, like, kind of standing on the ice, and they're trying to laser the bunny. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like you said, the bunny, like, hops in a circle around them and the aliens like laser a hole in mm-hmm. the ice around themselves so they fall into the water yeah and then they end up climbing back out and then i think they just get and then
1: i think they're intimidated so they get back in their ship and fly away
0: relief. and that's
1: that's pretty much the whole thing the and then entire entire uh, yeah. i thought the most ethan hawk line uh yeah. is he says um Some say the meek will inherit the earth, but until then, the meek will be protecting it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just felt like there's something about the meek will inherit the earth that feels like maybe one of the most Ethan Hawke Bible passages. So true. You could uh, come by.
0: So true. Yeah. So he does a little intro. He does a little outro. And then that's the whole movie.
1: That's it. It's quick, easy breezy, as Adrian from Yoga with Adrian would say.
0: So true. What does, uh, do you know anything about this movie?
1: Uh, Yeah, so it's from um, Baobab Studios, which is the same company that did Madagascar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, it's from the director, Eric Darnell, who was also um, the writer and director of Madagascar as well, Mm. so... Yeah, so uh, he told Variety in an interview that he was looking for a voice with gravitas when he approached when his team approached Ethan Hawke, and um, uh, that and Ethan Hawke was excited to um, to get his feet wet, quote unquote, get his feet wet in a new medium uh, because he was a VR fan.
0: Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I, you know,
1: Ethan Hawke's all about that new technology. You know, like when he and he and Ricky links
0: our boy did
1: the digital the early days of digital you know
0: yes uh when did this come out
1: 2016
0: and was it like released or did they just put it on youtube
1: um i
0: i mean i imagine it wouldn't have gotten a theatrical release no maybe it's part of like a shorts
1: well it came out it debuted at tribeca film festival
0: so if it debuted if it debuted at the film festival how did they do how do they do the 360 thing
1: that's a great question i have no idea i mean i i kind of imagine they probably set up like a booth you know like set up a a kind of like an area for for this short in particular like a you know an invasion booth or something Mm -hmm. in uh you know in one of the the buildings used for the film festival and then probably like critics would come and try it out i would guess
0: I imagine it might be easier to just give everyone the Google Cardboard and then have them do it that way.
1: Interesting. Maybe. And then, like, play the sound out. Like, they're all standing in a room.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just, like, spinning around.
1: But uh, I feel like maybe the experience would be enhanced by having, like, a real VR headset. So, like, you know... True. If critics are, like, you know, analyzing analyzing it, they could you know maybe have a better impression of it if they were I don't know if anyone knows how this film was uh, shared at Tribeca Film Festival definitely let us know
0: you could maybe google it
1: I could <laughs> <laughs> let me look I'm looking you're looking? Yeah. no I'm looking
0: I have a laptop
1: I have a phone hmm Oh, the aliens are named Cheese and Mac.
0: Cute.
1: Yeah. Okay. At Tribeca, Invasion is being presented as part of the Virtual Reality Arcade, offering more than 20 new VR experiences at the Festival Hub at Spring Studios, located at 50 Varick Street in Manhattan. So, hmm. I guess so it's... maybe I- they had some real, yeah, real goggles and I would think so. I imagine it would be like a room with different stations right, set right. up. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. There's a photo of it. I can't see. It's small, but it's on the right.
1: I believe you. Maybe you could send that to me. And then maybe I could share it on Instagram if I ever post Instagram again. Sorry, y'all. I'm not feeling the social media right now. But uh, that's funny. It's very funny to like see people in VR goggles. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, it was cute, yeah, you know i I would prefer to stay seated in one position while consuming media, mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, it was cute, I thought Ethanok was good in the like four sentences he said i did, i th- i
0: enjoyed the v r experience I thought it was cool,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have too much to to say about it. I just well, I had fun,
1: yeah. And now we have these Google glasses. Should we ever need them yeah. for future VR experiences? i sure we can
0: think of something to do with them.
1: Uh, I, I will say I felt very old when I was watching... I was trying to watch this movie on the VR goggles, the Google Cardboard. Yes. And then I had a text message come up in the middle of it oh, on really? the top of the screen. I was like, ah!
0: <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to get it right.
1: Yeah, and also there's this, like button this goes back to the google cardboard app but there's like this like kind of button that you can press on it and i have no idea how that works
0: yeah how does it know that your phone i
1: have no idea if anyone knows anything about this device please let us know because we're really old and do not understand
0: because it's completely like a manual thing there's no there's there's nothing inside of the google cardboard it's just cardboard and a little bit of glass
1: i mean yeah and there's like you know the metal bit yeah. That you press down on, and I think there's maybe a little metal bit inside, but I don't maybe. know. I don't know.
0: It's fascinating. Fascinating tell experience.
1: You. Uh, yeah, incredible. Um, so Jonathan, do you have anything you'd like to share with me?
0: Sure. Yeah. Well, I thought I would do a hawk fact.
1: Kaka. How this about you? You doing what? You doing a noise? Sure. That was good Thank you That was a little uh, VR audio Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Amazing
0: I'm losing the plot here um, So this whole thing was about your field vision
1: oh. And your uh,
0: experience
1: Taking it a different direction than I thought
0: And um, also you put on these little goggles And they have two lenses
1: Mhm. Right. Like Which eyes. You,
0: kind of like eyes, or like
1: hawk eyes.
0: <laughs> what do you put to your face?
1: Glasses. Oh my god. <laughs> um, a sleep mask. Oh my god. All
0: right. So you put it to your face. It has two lenses. Uh something you put to binoculars. Your face? Yes.
1: That you use to look at hawks in the sky.
0: Binoculars. You
1: have some good binoculars.
0: So most <laughs> birds this is from stanford.edu. Most birds have binocular vision. Do you know what binocular vision is?
1: No, please tell me.
0: I did not I was not familiar with this term, but binocular vision is uh also found in humans mm. so binocular vision is the ability so this is as for medicine mm-hmm. the ability to maintain visual focus on an object with both eyes creating a single visual image mm. so when we look we see the same you know we don't see two different images oh uh, yeah one image um
1: and that's different from like chameleons, which their right, eyes can right. go every they which way, different. so they see two different things
0: right, exactly, yeah, so we have so humans have binocular vision as do birds um and yes, yeah, so their eyes tend to be rotated towards the front of the head so that the visual fields of each eye overlap to some degree. The trend is most pronounced in owls, whose eyes are almost completely overlapping in field as ours. Small birds that are likely to be prey for raptors tend to have their eyes set on the sides of the head, permitting them to watch for danger in all directions. Uh, At the opposite extreme from owls are the woodcocks, who have eyes set high and back on the head out of the way of vegetation and splattering mud and in a position to look out for predators. In fact, the woodcock has better binocular vision to the rear than to the front. So they can see more behind them than in front. So this is interesting. You know, raptors and other predatory birds have uh, binocular vision and their vision is focused to the front, whereas birds that are commonly prey don't have binocular vision as much. They have it more to the side so they can look out to the sides and look out for predators and stuff like that. Um, And the same trend is true of hawks, uh, which have... Um, the same kind of field of vision. Um, uh, Hawks could distinguish their prey at something like two or three times the distance that a human being can detect the same creature. Evolution has arranged the structure of hawk's eye so that each eye functions very much like a telescope. The eye has a somewhat flattened lens placed rather far from the retina giving it a long focal length, which produces a large image. A large pupil and highly curved cornea admit plenty of light to keep the image on the retina bright. Mm. Um, so they have a very high visual acuity. Uh, most of these receptors are the type called cones. Rods, the receptors of vertebrae retina that are specialized to function in dim light, are relatively rare. So, they have a lot of cones, but not a lot of rods. Mm -hmm. Most birds. But, um, nocturnal birds. So, this is interesting. uh, Birds active in the daytime have color vision. But, nocturnal birds are thought to be color blind. Mm. So, it's like when you look at a security camera at night, it's usually like a green image a green scale image or something it's not a color image but the daytime security cameras are like you know color images Mm -hmm. so it's kind of the same with birds yeah so the birds can see in the daytime well like hawks can see that they hunt in the daytime um and they can see in color presumably but they can't see very well at night but owls can see very well at night but they can't see in color
1: Mm -hmm. we also have cones and rods
0: yes we sure do
1: i learned that at astro camp Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. the diversity of visual pigments found in birds eyes and the presence of an array of brightly colored oil droplets inside the cones suggest that avian color perception may surpass our own there is also evidence that some birds eyes are sensitive to ultraviolet light so there you go
1: yes yeah Well thank you for that Hawk Park Jonathan Mm -hmm. It's a good one
0: thank you to Stanford.edu Yes
1: thank you Stanford.edu
0: They didn't accept me
1: Did you apply to Stanford? No Oh yeah me neither
0: Well they could have Accepted me
1: Not if they didn't apply
0: Would have been nice If they had reached out And been like (laughs) Jonathan You're Mm. such a genius Very smart
1: I hate this I'm sorry It's illegal
0: For me to do a Trump impression Yeah Do you want to hear my Bernie Sanders impression? Yeah. Do you hear my Bernie Sanders as Amon from
1: Legend of Korra? From
0: Legend of Korra. Yeah. It is unfair and immoral that the top one-tenth of one percent of benders can do all of the bending, while 99% of non-benders are left to suffer.
1: So good. It's my favorite. That's my favorite thing impression that you've made me done ever. Thank you. It's really good. Thank you.
0: It's a lot of it's in the hands, which you can't see. You'll just have to imagine. That's
1: true. But I feel like I wasn't really looking at you that much while you did it and still came across. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I don't think if you tied my hands to my back, I don't think I would be able to do the impression. Yeah. If you tied my hands to my back and held a gun to my head. (laughs) I like to use that expression a lot for some reason. There's some violent tendencies going on.
1: True. Oh, well,
0: I've been Jonathan mm-hmm. You can find me On Instagram at John Zavaleta If you DM me And ask me to send you a voice clip Of me doing an impression Of your choosing, I will do it
1: Wow, yes, everyone get out there And DM Jonathan on Instagram At John Zavaleta <laughs> J- J-O-N-Z-A-V-A-L-E-T-A
0: Yes um, But be warned My Most of my impressions are not very good
1: he has some good ones. He does a good Barack. He does but a good I believe Bernie. in them. But uh, I believe in
0: my impressions. Um,
1: he has like a, a sometimes good JFK.
0: You know what I, I realized.
1: That's pretty fair because JFK is a hard one to do.
0: You know what I realized the key to, to JFK is? You know how like different impressions have like an entry word? Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So the word for me that I think of mm-hmm. is Decade decayed yeah because he says it not like uh you know a span of 10 years he says it like something that is rotting and decomposing he says decayed yeah so if you say decayed but you mean decade then then you're you're jfk you're part way to a jfk impression
1: that's so true
0: we will go to the moon in this decade
1: yeah that's good
0: and do the other things not because they are easy but because they are hot
1: Yeah, and you just barely touched that D at Mm -hmm. the end
0: Oh, I barely touched that D (laughs)
1: Um, What have you been enjoying, Jonathan?
0: Well, a couple of things to check out A
1: couple of things A couple of
0: things Well, we started watching Legend of Korra Mm -hmm. We have recently finished uh, Not recently, some time ago We finished Avatar The Last Airbender Yeah,
1: I feel like we talked about it several times in the show But yeah
0: Yeah, in uh, day 615 of quarantine Yeah
1: Thank goodness they put Legend of Korra on Netflix. Like good god, if they had just left us with only Avatar, I would have been in- fun. Well, I know.
0: But I am enjoying but, Legend of Korra. Yeah, I started yeah, watching yeah. Legend of Korra. I am enjoying it. No, I don't I'm, think enjoying I'm enjoying it. it so far as much as Avatar, but it's got high expectations to live up to. Yeah, so.
1: it is hard. Like I think that the key is to not compare.
0: Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard not it to. Enough. Yeah, we and watched it recently. It with basically the same intro. Yeah, and and it has it's, the same credit scenes.
1: Yeah, and they're like the descendants of the original uh, yeah, characters. Yeah, so it'd be so. hard not to.
0: Yeah. Um, But no, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, And also, I've been binging. Bi- I think I can say it. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, you have. I've you been really have.
0: Binging to In Peaks.
1: Yeah, it's unlike you. Unprecedented.
0: And the key, I'm watching it on DVD.
1: On DVD? Which yeah. Which is
0: great. Honestly, DVD box sets, great. Yeah. You don't. You never have to worry. Oh, they they just took my favorite show off my off the streaming service, and mm-hmm. they put it on a different streaming service that I don't have, and now I have to pay for this different streaming service, and yeah. blah blah blah. <laughs> With a DVD box set, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sponsored. It's
1: so old. You're I'm sponsored, sponsored by, by DVDs. DVD box sets, You're yeah. sponsored by physical media.
0: I'm sponsored by physical media. Yeah, today that's my sponsor. Um, so check check out physical media mm-hmm. uh you can go to best buy you can go to target uh, best yeah, buy they don't, don't sell best s- buy th- sells
1: th- this might sell dvds but they do not sell cds anymore
0: all right so check out physical box sets uh you can watch your show anytime you don't have to worry about if it gets taken off netflix everything that's coming and going from netflix at the end of the month who can live like this <laughs> b- d- d- b- month to month like, not knowing if your favorite show is going to be on Netflix anymore. And then they have to send out panicked uh, missives to the to the townsfolk. Um, beware! Uh, uh, your favorite television program is leaving Netflix in two days. Uh, binge it now. Amazing. But with, but with physical media, uh, you watch any fucking time you want and i get to choose if yeah, i want to watch
1: your dvd pr- player breaks
0: yeah i know it's, it's yeah
1: this is our third dvd player in their time I living know. here
0: i know it's insane dvd players are us, but whatever <laughs> um but you know the, i can choose if i want to watch the log lady intros or not mm-hmm. which i've chosen too but when they put uh when they put twin peaks on netflix uh, whenever they did i'm sure it's gone uh-huh. by now. But when they did before, they didn't add the log lady intros. You didn't have a choice. No choice. You didn't have a choice. They skipped the intro for you. Rat bastards. Those fucking assholes. <laughs> so, um, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> That's clear. What this is, you. I'm supposed to talk about what I'm enjoying. <laughs> and i completely lost my mind went on
1: a tirade about streaming i went on a tirade and it about wasn't streams. even about the streaming wars not really yeah um
0: also um <laughs> ethan hawk came up i was i was listening to the radio today oh yeah since the KSRW, and ethan hawk came up yeah i'd like on to W's uh program uh you see i'm all about radio <laughs> and tvds that's yeah. what i'm here to talk about was uh,
1: amy nicholson on
0: no it was two two guys
1: because i remember she had she saw it i remember her seeing it at some festival because it came out it did festivals you know maybe september to, through january um tesla sorry we're talking about tesla which is the new right. movie with ethan hawk that's out in theaters now but mostly i mean in la i don't know really know what that means but it's in a drive-in here yeah So you can go to see it at a drive-in theater In Los Angeles If you would like
0: Well so they talked about they talked about uh, The program I was listening to Was called Press Play with Madeline Brand mm-hmm. Which is on at noon every weekday And 7pm every weekday Which is a rerun of the noon show mm-hmm. So if you want to check out Press Play You have to tune in to the radio I highly doubt it's you podcast You could also go
1: line. online to KCR do- is To NPR.com or something
0: KCRW. KCRW. com, yeah you can also just get it as a podcast like everyone else tsunami not <laughs> me um and they were talking about they talked about a few movies but two of them one of them was tesla and the other one was cutthroat city
1: Oh, two Ethan hawk films.
0: Yes, so they, so they.
1: Yeah, Cutthroat City was supposed to come out originally like early July, and it kept they kept pushing it back like one week at a time, mm-hmm. uh, just because like oh no, nope, theaters aren't happening yet, you know.
0: Yeah, they said the Cutthroat City is playing at one drive-in in L.A. Yeah so we could check it out I don't yeah know.
1: i'd be happy to see either of those that are drive in honestly yeah. um yeah i don't know and that i think
0: cutthroat city i think they said it was directed by Rizza. rizzo which yeah. is cool
1: where have you been dude this is like when people try to tell me like i had a, a work a colleague uh slack me today like with a review of tesla like they were telling me i i appreciate this a lot i think it's very sweet and considerate that people see ethan hawk and think of me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i get that and i appreciate it but it's like what do you think i've been doing that i don't know that an ethan hawk movie co- was coming out this weekend like yeah. you know or like like same like you know i've known for a year that there was an ethan hawk movie by directed by RZA coming out Mm -hmm. I'm just so deep. I'm so deep in Ethan Hawke. Not in the sexual way. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah.
1: He's truly on the other coast. Come
0: on the show. And then you can come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ethan, Uh. (laughs) we love you. Come
1: on the show. We're really we're rounding out your entire filmography. We're in 2016 thoroughly we're about our next episode is Maudie. Mm-hmm. you know i feel like moddy is firmly in the modern the trump era <laughs> yeah now in the modern ethan hawk era mm-hmm. i think moddy is you know one of those movies i think i mean i think born to be blue was like a real turning point
0: if you had to divide ethan hawk's career thus far yeah into let's say four into four, four. Stages. Where? How would you bracket it off?
1: Okay, so I would do, um, from. I mean, I, I don't think Explorers is really part of the young Ethan Hawke era, but I'll include it. I think because yeah, it leave was it like out. you can't leave it out. But I think it's a little different than like Dead Poets Society. Is the prologue. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just
0: chapter Explorers is the prologue. Chapter one is. Yes. Uh, chapter Dead one Poet is Society. from
1: Dead Poets Society to. Like through before sunrise. Okay. Around that time. Including before sunrise. Including before okay. sunrise. Like young young Ethan Hawke mm-hmm. I, I would call that young Ethan Hawk. Then um oh man, I can't think of that. So before Sunrise is his twelfth movie. But oh, I God. I know. I'm telling you, this is how this is how much he's like ingrained in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, Then the next one after that, I'm kind of struggling to think of what it was, and I'm pulling it up right now. Um, Oh, you know what? Young Ethan Hawke might be long. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. So then um, Search and Destroy is the next movie after Before Sunrise. I think this this is the beginning of, like, slightly more mature but still young Ethan Hawke. So from Search and Destroy through, uh, maybe like Tape through Waking Life, maybe. Okay. That's like kind of a good, yeah, you know, slightly more mature young Ethan Hawke era. Then we have Tape, I would say through. Kind of for a while. The next era is like much longer. Mm-hmm. I would say tape through, okay, maybe until he starts being a dad, so that would be like, oh wow, around, yeah, so like uh, tape through Chelsea on the no, tape through New York, I love you,
0: and that kind of just bookends the um the action era,
1: yeah, so yeah, so that's kind of around training day to um before the devil knows you're dead kind of around that time okay just before what doesn't kill you so the next the next era starts with what doesn't kill you
0: wait so sorry what where where did the last era start what movie was it
1: uh tape to new york i love you it's tape. it's like okay so tape training we're day fully adult ethan hawk at this point from tape to what doesn't kill you
0: what doesn't kill you i lost that hold on okay yeah so br- don't you think brooklyn's finest little new york are part of the <laughs> what doesn't kill you little new york yeah, Staten yeah it is uh, but i then think that's I part think of the same thing do i feel like, like you way can't more
1: chapters then i don't think you can just define it to divide ethan hawk into four chapters if you're trying to do that
0: no i just mean if you're going to cut it off with of what doesn't kill you okay I think so you we should, should cut it bring it up to staten island what doesn't kill you, Brooklyn's finest in okay. Staten Island. No, be in I the said same the group. last
1: one was New York. I love you.
0: New York, I love you.
1: Yeah, which is right before What doesn't kill you.
0: Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry about that. Okay. So
1: yeah. So the next. So the next chapter of Ethan Hawke starts at What doesn't kill you.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh,
1: and then goes through all of those kind of like action cop movies.
0: And then a few of these horror. Ones. And then some
1: horror stuff.
0: Daybreaker is not really a horror movie, but it's there
1: yeah and then I would say that goes until uh, we had this weird time where he did like Maya Maxi- maxima culpa and like Shakespeare uncovered which I kind of feel are like their own things mm-hmm. but yeah so I guess until sinister so yeah that whole action weird action cop time that he did is its own thing is its own era then those two those two th- uh in the middle and then i would say before midnight to i mean maybe before midnight to present mm-hmm. is the modern era of ethan hawk yeah where he's firmly a dad
0: yeah i think that works
1: so i think that's like five maybe mm-hmm. five chapters five of good, ethan yeah. Hawk. yeah
0: um but, i, mean, I was looking at his imdb and he's
1: or not 50 years, sorry, I take that back. But he's been working for, he's going to be 50 this year. So he's been working for at over 30 years now. Yeah. You know, it, it makes sense to me.
0: He made it in the director's cut of Total Recall. Total Recall, yeah. But he's uncredited.
1: Yeah, it was a deleted scene.
0: <laughs> and then he's credited in Sinister 2. But just as a credit.
1: Yeah. I didn't uh um, so weird.
0: So yeah. he appears in a movie, doesn't get credited. <laughs> For what, one in last movie, thing. But does get credited.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah, I I just didn't have it in me to watch Sinister 2 just because he was credited in it. Like I'm sure yeah. there's like I think what it is is like you know how in the first one he's watching all those videotapes. It's probably him. It's probably video- him in a videotape, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think it counts really.
1: Yeah, I just didn't I could not watch another one of those. I uh, not for me.
0: Yeah. So what have you been enjoying?
1: Yeah, I'm a harper. You can find me on the internet at harpingabout on Instagram, Twitter, and whatnot. Letterboxd. Um, And I've been enjoying... I've watched all of BBC Merlin. I watched five seasons in five days. Talk about a binge watch. Um, wow. I really enjoyed it. It was uh, fun. It was emotional. I had a great time. Um, I would recommend it. It was a it was a roller coaster for sure. And I finished it yesterday, I think, and it was uh it was emotional, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that's what I'm recommending. Um nice. go check it out, it's all on Netflix. Uh well, I think that's that's all I got. Um, go watch Invasion, it's six minutes long on YouTube. Mm -hmm. and you can have the ethan hawk vr experience you could hear him from all 360 degrees
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this that was the other thing is i forgot i'm so dumb i forgot that you had to have headphones on (laughs) (laughs) so i put the thing in and just expecting like because i have my you know i usually have my media on silent yeah and so i put my headset i put the headset on expecting that i would just hear sound Mm -hmm. because i could see things yeah and then um i did not in fact hear anything so i had to like i felt very old is what i'm saying yeah and if anything about the way i talked in this episode (laughs) uh (laughs) serves to uh, affirm that then so be it
1: yeah same okay well uh i'm sleepy so good night (laughs) everyone
0: bye